You're listening to the Hope Blogger Podcast Show, Episode 2, 20 Ways to Be a Successful Blogger While Working Full-Time, Part 2. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hope Blogger Podcast Show, where we discuss the power and strategy of digital influencing for content creators. Please don't forget this podcast is produced every Monday for your listening, enjoyment, and your weekly grind. So always check back on Mondays. We're now on iTunes and SoundCloud. And if you need to see the show notes with all the links mentioned and resources and all that fun stuff, come on over to thehopeblogger.co forward slash podcast slash two. That is the number two. Last but not least, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat at Aaron Bainham and you can follow the show at the hope blogger on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I'm active on social media. Social media is actually my day job. So I'm always there. I'm always um, clued in. So if you guys need anything, got any questions, any of that good stuff, let me know. I'm going to remain consistent with this drink of the day and the lipstick of the day. So the drink of the day, it is five something in the morning i'm just drinking coffee and i have nothing on my lips at all and won't for several hours but one of these days when i do this part i will have a lipstick on i promise you all right now let's get into some strategy behind being a successful blogger while working part-time a lot of times i feel like i get uh questions from people about you know being a blogger they say they don't have time And they've got their families and they've got their jobs and they've got so much going on. And I totally get that. I mean, I totally get it. And it's one of those things where if you want it bad enough, it's anything in life. If you want it bad enough, you've got to make time for it. So I've come up with 20 strategies that will help you find balance with, with doing your blogging and content creating. And, um, you know, I've fallen off. I mean, right now I'm focusing so much on the podcast that I haven't blogged in weeks, but I really don't have anything uh, relevant or interesting to blog about at this moment. So it's better that I didn't say anything at all, you know, better than I didn't blog about any fluff because nobody wants to read fluff and they can tell when you're throwing something up just to throw it up. So if you don't have anything to say, go ahead and take an L and wait. And then blog when you have something important to say. Okay, so let's go into the last 10. All right, so create an ongoing Google Docs. I'm a huge fan of Google Docs. I like it because it's on the cloud. You can access it anywhere. And what I like to do is I will sometimes create like my list of blog posts. So I know that over the month of November and December, I have a series that I want to work on, or I know that it's not even a series. There are just several blog posts that I'd like to work on. So I write all of the uh, titles or descriptions or my thoughts on what I want the blog post to be in that Google Doc. And then I just chip away at writing right within the Google Doc. And that way I don't have the distraction of being in WordPress or in Squarespace while I'm writing. I can kind of do it like in between breaks and 
whenever I have some spare time, I just like to get in Google Docs. I keep my show notes script in Google Docs. I'm going to do everything there, but I can really flesh out content in Google Docs. You can do this anywhere. I mean, you can do it in Word or Evernote or, you know, wherever you decide to do it. But um, Google Docs is definitely my happy place. So I, I write there a lot. Next up, that faithful editorial calendar. I love having a calendar where I can just kind of see mapped out where things are going to be and what my plan is for them. So um, if there are series, like if you have a series, like uh, back when I was a makeup blogger, I had a series called Quest for the Perfect Foundation, where I would review foundations for women of color. And I knew that I would be doing a foundation, a powder, or a concealer every two weeks. So I would go ahead and plug that in my editorial calendar. Now, now I used the editorial calendar plugin on WordPress, but you can do this on a regular calendar. You can do it as a list. Um, you can do it right in like your Google calendar. Do it in a planner. I mean, how many planner freaks are out there? Like, Planners are the perfect place to just kind of doodle in like what days you want to do what and make it flexible, make it fluid. You know, if you don't get it out the day you want it, don't beat yourself up. Just shift things around and keep the party moving. People are busy. And my thing is this, there are a lot of people that are excited to read your content, but if you don't get it up that day or that same hour that you need it up, I can imagine that there won't be riots about it. People will deal and you can get your content up when you can. Please don't stress yourself out or kill yourself over this because that is the easiest way to burn out and lose interest in what you're doing. And nobody wants that. Like we want you to continue winning and, and using your blog for your outlet, your creative outlet. Um, next up is guest contributors. So this way you can have other people writing content for you and guest contributors are are huge um, nowadays because it's a great way to get into if you are a guest contributor it's a great way for you to get into someone else's audience to, to be in front of eyes that may not have seen you otherwise so finding guest um, places that accept guest contributions is a huge strategy it's actually a strategy I'm implementing as well and um from what I've seen, what I've read, it is a huge, huge, huge win for growing your email list, which is something we're going to get into in a few weeks, it's, which is it's absolutely essential. And um, I mean, it's a little bit more work for you, but as the blogger who needs guest contributors, it's so much more helpful. You've got content for that day or that week or that month or whatever. And you're helping people. I mean, you're you're exposing people to your audience. So um, it'll help you take some time, get some time back. And and um, I know it can be hard. I'm territorial, so it's hard for me to accept guest contributors. I only did it for a little while. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. The writing style was different. It seemed they didn't do the same, you know, photo quality wasn't as good as I had hoped and things like that. So it was something I tried didn't quite work well for me as far as accepting contributions, but as far as doing them, it's a strategy that I'm, I'm going to work on 
a lot more. I've already started a few months ago, but I want to do a lot more of that. All right, next, automate like crazy. So this is kind of like something I mentioned in episode one, but um, once you finish your blog posts, let's say, you want to go on a Hootsuite or TweetDeck or CoSchedule or whatever you use and plug in your tweets, your Facebook posts, and you know, whatever else, your Instagram posts, just, just, I mean, do it like clockwork. Just know that as soon as you finish one portion, what does that blog post? Automate all the, um, the social media follow-up. And that way you don't have to say later on, oh, did I remember to tweet about my blog post or did I include a picture? Like just knock it out. If you use things like TweetDeck, if you use um, Hootsuite, and I mean, there's so many platforms out there right now. It makes life so much easier. So um, this morning, um, what I did was I wrote down, I wrote out like five tweets about my free uh, blogging e-course and I just scheduled them all within Hootsuite. So now I know that there is a scattered push along Twitter from at my Hope Blogger account for that course. And I'd like to do that every day. I mean, I'd like to honestly take 10 minutes a day, possibly every day. 10 minutes is not a lot of time, even five minutes. If you do a tweet a minute, think about it. You can get, I mean, five tweets a day if you do it daily. You don't even have to do it daily. Do it every other day or every three days or once a week. And, and automate that stuff, oh my gosh, the impact that you can have if you concentrate on that amount of time. I mean, you really got to take a block of time and just knock it out. Don't like do stuff in between. Don't let your ADD kick in and you're trying to do all kinds of other stuff. Just knock out things in small increments. This is back to episode one, Pomodoro meth- method. Just, you know, take a block of time and knock it out. Next up, don't beat yourself up. Look, if you don't make it happen, I kind of mentioned this before. If you can't make it happen, like the world won't end. There's a whole lot of crazy stuff happening right now. And I can guarantee a whole lot of it is not happening around your blog post. Okay. This is, I mean, tough love, but you know, I, I, I know how it feels when it's like, no, I was supposed to have a blog post up. It's good that you're like holding yourself accountable and you want to be consistent. And you want to be a better content creator, but you know, don't beat yourself up. It it just again is a surefire way to get to blogging burnout. C- continue to have fun and have love for it, and and you'll you'll be able to see the increase as time goes on in followers and in content and in time and all that. Okay, next, create events on your calendar. So this is kind of like batch days or um, not necessarily Pomodoro, but it's creating time within your calendar so that it pops up just like a meeting or just like an event that you're going to. So I will put in on today, for instance, on Tuesday and Thursday mornings, I wake up at 4.30 in the morning and that is when I get my podcast done. It is an event on my calendar. I know that those are the days that I've got to spend a bulk of my time getting this podcast together writing blog content, working on my e-courses, getting my social media together. I mean, doing all of the things that are the behind the scenes, you know, tasks 
for being a blogger, podcaster, content creator, e-course creator. I mean, if I don't do that, I'll sleep until 630 and then it's time for me to get up, get my son up and get ready to leave the house, to be out the door by seven, to be at work by 830. And then when do you have time? I mean, evenings can be rough and who knows? I mean, I don't know about you guys, but again, I have you know, kids and a husband and all kinds of stuff has to happen at night. And I'm hoping that everything is done by 9pm. And then I hope to get started. But by then half the time I'm tired because I've been up since, you know, God knows when and things just don't get done all the time. There's house stuff that needs to be taken care of and personal stuff. So all that is to say, finding those blocks and kind of making them repetitive within your calendar and know they're coming up like an event will definitely help you utilize your time a little differently and I'll help you prepare. So I knew last night that I was going to be waking up at four 30 to work on this podcast. So last night I made a, a list of seven things that I wanted to do within this block of from four 30 to about six. And right now I'm looking at the time. Okay. I've got 20 more minutes to do three things on that list. I knocked out four. I need to do three other things. And I'm going to knock them out. And if I don't get them knocked out tonight, I need to find more time to to get them handled. Next up, always keep a running list. So I have this one. um, I have a one post in Google Docs. And I think I have one in my reminders in my my app, my iPhone. But I keep a list of all the things I want to do, like a general list. I don't like to dive into that document because honestly, sometimes it overwhelms me and I'm like, how the heck am I going to ever get all this crap done? Like, I just don't know. But it's great because sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, my son is taking a nap. The house is fairly clean. Let me jump into that list and see if I can knock some of the stuff out. So I'll do like one or two things. And um, that has always been helpful to me. I did the same thing when I created my first e-course, the Media Kit Blueprint. I went through and you know every little thing I had to do sales page getting images doing this doing that doing this doing that added all that to a list and I knew that before that course came out or before a deadline would approach for me to have a sales page up or for the the modules itself to go out um, I went through that list and it's just a great place when something pops up you're like oh I gotta do this you can throw it in that document and handle it at another time all right three more to go uh, next, revisit some things later down the road. Um, you can think of like so much stuff that needs to be done. Everything, again, shouldn't be crammed into, you know, a block of time. So, you know, for me, I I know I looked at my, I looked overall at the plan for the Hope Blogger and for the podcast and the blog. And I'm like, okay, what is my brand? Am I happy with these colors? Am I happy with the imagery? Am I happy with my mission statement? Am I happy with my timeline? I mean, all of these things I'm looking at and I'm like, look girl, if you take time to figure that stuff out today without working on content, you're never going to get ahead. Like I'll never get to the content portion. So I got to wait. Like I've got to wait and think about it at another time or, or think about it, but not dwell on it. So 
it's one of those things where I'll probably make an event for and I'll brainstorm and brain dump everything that I want to change, add, do differently, all that about my brand. So again, don't burn yourself out. It's not, it's not worth it. All that hard work shouldn't fly out the window because you, you've made yourself crazy. Okay, next. Don't compare yourself. This is one of the biggest wastes of time ever. Once you let those ideas float through your mind or you do research, I understand doing competitive analysis. I understand trying to find out where the market is. But if you say, oh, this blogger just did this and I didn't, I wonder how they got that. Oh no, woe is me. What am I going to do? You're wasting your time. Their path is not your path. The way they did it might not be the way that you do it. And it doesn't need to be. So take the time. And this is a hard thing to do. I compare myself to this day. And when I realize that I'm comparing myself, I have to do what my best friend says. Ooh, ooh. She's always like, ooh, ooh. Stop yourself dead in your tracks. And remember, it is not about them. It is about you. And I never dwell on things long. It'll creep into my mind. And then I, ooh, ooh. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. And you're wasting valuable brain cells on something that doesn't even matter because I can almost guarantee they are not wasting time thinking about you. So the final topic, the final idea for making all this work for you while you're working full time is getting ahead. This way, like the thought that you took your time, you batched out your time and you created five posts or three posts or two posts and they're all done and they're scheduled ahead of time that feels so good and then it gives you some like break time so what I think is helpful is in that plan where you're like okay this series is going to be about this or the next three or four blog posts that I want to do is this or podcast that I want to do is that you take that time, you batch that time out and you crank it out. I mean, maybe this is waking up early. Maybe this is going to bed really late. Maybe this is not hanging out on the weekend. Maybe this is not watching that TV show or sitting on YouTube and scrolling. God knows how much time we we waste scrolling Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, 